This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? How's your week? What's going on? How are you, are you the mayor of Long Island City yet? Basically, I'm the mayor. I've. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because I was like, I don't really wear accessories, and this morning I was, I was kind of like, let me put. I have this headband that I've been avoiding wearing and I put it on and I thought it looked cute. I was like walking around and then we just went on this video It's my first zoom of the day. And I'm like, I kind of look like, like it's not really working for me. Um, Is the, it, it, the headband, it, it does signify like I'm putting makeup on. That, that would be my thought with that. Not to <laughs> like, I, it right. That wasn't what I was keeping going hair like out cute, of my face, cute headband look. And I, I think it kind of looks like, again, like I'm, getting ready to do some like strenuous activities instead of I, looking cute <laughs> it does it, i mean it is i'm i'm somewhat jealous of the decisions women can make with some of their attire where it's like i'm making i'm changing who i am today i'm gonna be headband woman you know like <laughs> i i don't think that really happens for guys a lot where i'm like like i'll wear a hat but like that doesn't hat. change I had, I actually think, can change a look a lot. I like when Mike Morris hats. It's like... You do? Oh, I, I feel like it gives... Especially when he's wearing like a backwards hat. I'm like, oh, this gives me like a... I feel like you look like younger, fun. It's like a little exciting. It's a little different. <laughs> more badass. Guys, guys like, can do it. <laughs> he's, more, he's his evil twin now. It's kind of like I'm with someone else. This is hot. Yeah. Yeah. Biker helmet, you know. Sure. <laughs> Leather jacket, shades. I, I don't know. I... There's only so I've if anytime I've tried to change my look, I just look like a young Jewish kid in costume. Like I just like like right. I, I, it, it just doesn't work for me. Like even I feel that way, too, though, like I'm like pretending yeah. to be some I'm pretending to be a girl who like can pull off a headband. It's just not me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it looked fine on you. I, I, I had no uh, <laughs> thought <laughs> that I was like, you know, something was amiss. But I. I um I don't know. It, it sometimes I see people's looks like I. There's a guy that like I I've been thinking a lot about the the end of jeans. Tell me what you think of this look. Jeans that kind of get tighter at the ankle. I like that look. Like skinny with jeans. A, it's like a skinny jean, but not like it doesn't look like skinny around the crotch area. It's more just like that they come to a just an ending before the shoe i don't like and like i was like looking at that like thinking like that's what i want i want a jean that kind of ends at my ankle so that i could wear shoes with it but then i was like maybe my legs are just too fat and stubby for such a look like i was just like imagining me just looking like i was wearing um you know scuba diving you know like gear like it, like my shoes would end up looking like uh flippers you know what's like a cool men's jean company I don't even know. I've been, you know, they, they don't sponsor the show, but I've been really into bonobos lately. Like they, they have one shirt. I'm, I mean, this is a totally different, this might be diet starts tomorrow, but I, I've mentioned <laughs> this 
on many podcasts. My struggle of being between a large and an XL is my cross to bear. Like I, and if I find a shirt where the large fits like a normal shirt, I like, you know, just like, I'm like, I'll have 10. So like Bonobos has this one short sleeve button down that fits me well. But if I gain three pounds, I'm out of this shirt. It's like my motivation to stay within three pounds of where I am right now. Like I, I, and so I'm really hitting them up a, a big time, but I went in, I, one of the shirts from them, I tried on the other day and I was like, it's getting snug. I was like, oh, I'm fucked. It's over. Like I, like I, I got a week out of it. Well, at least you have a nice little like test that's sort of objective instead of like, you know, cause sometimes you have a day where you feel like mm. a little off, but like, there's no way to really tell. But if you have this shirt, I actually think you're kind of lucky. The shirt is my scale at a certain point. I think yes. that's a good point. Like, hey, time to pull it back. And I, I'm just coming off of shows um, that I did with Michelle Wolf, And, like, you know, I open for her. So, like, when she goes on stage, I'm like, oh, I'll have a glass of wine. And then she has, like, stuff in the green room. Like, a couple gummy bears. Like, and, like, a couple gummy bears just doesn't exist for me. Like, it, it's not two gummy bears. Like, I have to admit to that. Like, I have to stop. Right believing well, that I'm a couple gummy bear type of person. No, I am seven handfuls of gummy bears until they're gone and I hate myself. That's my, that's me. You know, I, I have to admit to yeah. that at some point. No, I totally, I mean, it's kind of like, what's the point of having a couple gummy bears? That's not like doing it. I mean, that's I don't how, know. That's how I think after the fact, like after the fact, I'm like, what was the point of that? When I'm like, you know, sitting there teary eyed with, with the bag, like, over me like a blanket like i you know like i i do have that thought i do have i kind of agree with that thought though it's like it's like if you're not going to do it in excess it's like it doesn't just a taste just never is like that i'd rather not have it than have just a taste well this is this is where like the whole like blame diet culture thing is a tough thing to do because you do want to like revert against what you're saying. Like what you're saying, I'm like, no, I should be able to eat in moderation. I can have a couple gummy bears. Like that's the healthier way to look at it. And then I try to be that person and I can't. I, I am not that person. Like someone recently told me that they were going to a wedding where the family wasn't a big food family. So he was like nervous about what the food situation at the wedding and i was like if that's if someone said that about if, if someone was like yeah you know you're invited to this wedding and i knew they were in a big food family i'd be like i'm not going i'm out like i don't even understand that logic of how you could that's become so that way right my, my my family is that family so not um, a big food family they're not i mean we yeah there's like the food is just not a uh cornerstone of our household mike always eats before he goes to any That's sort hilarious. of family function of mine. It's also like it's often like Jewish food, which is like just generally not that appetizing. <laughs> but also well, like we're my mom is like the worst person <clears throat> at entertaining. She'll put out like a bag of chips and be like, well, I hope everyone um, left room for the crudite. <laughs> this is part of like getting to know your significant other's family. Like it's OK that they're not a big food family, but it's like, OK, I need everyone to acknowledge this case like don't be don't claim to be a food family when you're not a food family like that's what ruins a relationship like you look at mike you go eat up we're going to my parents place my mom's place it's like okay good at least we're all on the same page here definitely aligned on that (laughs) Um, well that's why i'm I'm, this is good to know that you're a destination wedding so i can really i can i can feast up on my own i don't have to worry about 
I put him in charge. I put him in charge of making sure the food's good because oh, that's his, goodness. you know, that's more of, of his thing. So you don't have to worry about it. I'm okay, not good. on it. The first time we had people over, like when we first moved in together, we had like a little housewarming thing. Mm. Um, And he I was like, so, yeah, I was basically I was like, so I got a bottle of vodka and um like a bag of Tostitos. And he's like, this is not how you throw an event. <laughs> This is an immediate me, clash of this this is not how we do things now. Yeah. Yes. That is a, we have to agree that this is not your corner of the relationship to take care exactly. of. Exactly. Back yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> this is all totally. co- you know, under the phylum of communication. But uh listen, we have a great show today. I, I'm really pumped about today's show. But uh any announcements at Betches? Anything we want to talk about? Check out Shop Betches. Get your you up merch. Um, and check out Betches Mom's podcast. People are really loving that. So I, um, I love yeah. that you guys are growing with the audience. Like, there's someone out there that like did college with you, did yeah, post college with you, did the dating scene. Now they're a mom and trying to figure this out in a realistic way. I love that you guys are yeah you know, with the people. Betches Grandma's coming soon. Seriously, it's menopause, Betches menopause. um, No, but it's it is great because you do hear that. It's like we were with you when you were like throwing up after a frat party. Mm -hmm. And now when you're like changing your toddler's diapers. So that's that's that is a heartwarming thing to hear. I've had people that like (laughs) it it, as strange as it sounds. I've had people be like, I used to read your stuff way back when. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool that like you're still like engaged with whatever bullshit i'm putting out there but i uh i i am gonna be in atlanta this weekend and then i'm in albany so if you want to come to the shows i'm gearing up i got all new material from you know if you watch the special it's none of the material from the special so i have an hour of new stuff and i'm gonna be in atlanta bring your friends uh you you know these bring your friends let's start let's let's start you know get into the summer season we're you know getting vaccinated things are moving forward so Bring your friends. Have a great time. Laugh. Uh, JaredFree.com. JaredFree.com. Atlanta. I think I have seven shows. Uh, Albany. I've got four or five shows. So come on out. Come on out. Come one. Come all. Bring the group chat. Assemble. 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 So what are we talking about today? It's always a good time. Today we yes. are talking about orgasm etiquette. Ooh. Should you ever fake it? How should you tell someone you're just not going to get there? Okay. Well, my etiquette is I go... Uh, I will be please. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what would be the polite way for Amanda. I will be orgasming now. Uh, you know, like- <laughs> I think this I th- is such a this is such a personal thing. I mm. think I really I feel like people try to make it like a one like never fake an orgasm or like mm. always make it like if he doesn't make sure you come every time then like kill him. this does Um, this does cross into um angry conversation territory way easier than i ever thought it could i i like you know like i like if he's not go you know getting you off then get the fuck out of that fucking loser's (laughs) face and you're like okay can we just talk about this like maybe that's the reason that this stuff gets like it's such a touchy subject yeah exactly and think of how many men I'm saying as a man, just know, I think, and we'll get to the email, but like start at a baseline that, that I would think like, I've never been in a situation where I'm like, 
<laughs> Sorry you didn't get off. Like men want to get you off. <laughs> right. Like, like yeah. <laughs> too bad, toots. You know, like there's never that moment. I, I and and if they don't, like, I think we always like count on the tail ends of the bell curve. We we think those are the people that we deal with in everyday life. When really most people are the fat part of the curve. I would consider myself an average Joe, an average Jim in the fat part of the curve. Average and Jared. Average Jared of all the J <laughs> names. I but I I would say that every time I've been with someone I'm hoping to that they have get gotten yeah. off in the way that I'm getting off. You know, right? Same. Yeah. I think totally. But I I mean I don't know if this is a male female difference, but I can have a good time like and not and sometimes it's just kind of like not happening and it's not like it has to happen or my I'm having a terrible time. And like, sometimes sure. it's, I just don't feel like making that the end goal where I'm kind of like, eh, like, whatever, like this was like good. It wasn't like the best ever, but it was like fine. And I don't really need to like make sure I get, I'd rather almost like not. Well, that's the hard <laughs> part. Well, that's right. the hard part to convince a guy like it right. is. And I think what happens is we all think of ourselves we're all narcissists. So to a guy like our there is, you know, for a lot of guys, like whether, you know, listen, guys can get hard and not get off. That happens all the time. We've had, you know, a urologist on. Is that what he, uh, we've had doctors on yes. that talk about that? That can happen. It can happen because uh, they drank too much. It can happen because they're in their own head. These are things. And, you know, what I always say is that it's generally not because of you. Like it's not because of the other person that they're not getting off. Um, mm -hmm. I would say the same can go for why they get off too quickly. It can be because of you, but it also can be because of they have, you know, they get off quickly. Like it could be their personal thing. And I, but, but a lot of guys, it's very mechanical. We're an automatic transmission. It gets up, it goes, it's going to happen. So I think for us, when we look at it through our eyes, where we're like, if she didn't get to the end, I have failed. So right. when when a woman says like, no, I'm having a good time. This is great. It feels good. I'm just not going to get there. It's hard to, tr you know, like to communicate that to a guy, I would assume. And like I know as a guy of like, you know, I would go, you know, I, I believe you because I have to, but I have no way of knowing. Right. Well, I guess the only way would, to know would be like if you were with someone in a long term way where you kind of like knew that there were times that it was going and it worked and other times that it, like if you had enough experience with the person where it wouldn't feel personal. And well, I feel like that goes for anything else in a relationship that always feels personal. It's like the more I know you, the more I know what's personal and what's not personal. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's why casual sex is like not as good as, <laughs> as uh, like, ro you know, kind of relationship sex. Like, you know, casual sex can be fun because of all the, you know, all the other elements, all the other senses that go off, like, you know, you know acquiring the catch, yeah. the excitement, <laughs> all that. But relationship sex generally is just better. Like, it's just more comfortable. Right. You're with someone you know, someone you, again, you just like you said, like, believe and don't believe, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know what. But I, I, I also think it would be easier if women had semen. <laughs> like, like, right. Well, I mean, some women, they say like the squirting thing is like a thing. Right. Yeah. I there's all the. I'm sure we're gonna get a thousand DMs about the squirting thing because I know. Listen, everyone's different. Let's start. It's not it. Everyone's semen, different. But but it's some people say it's pee. Um, I don't think it is. I've is, heard I mean, that in the kid, but I mean, I'm talking. Yeah. About my ass. I don't. But, 
I've heard that too. I'm not sure if that's true. If you know the answer to that, we will read it on next week's episode. Um, email us, UUP at Betches.com. Give us the lowdown on um, the anatomy of squirting because we didn't get a good <laughs> enough sex education in high school. At all. Even Jordana's mom couldn't teach us the way. So, uh, But I would say that like, if a woman just like spurted off like a fountain, like I'd be like, Whew, good to know. Okay, thank God. You know, right. the, 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 the show at the Bellagio has started. I, I can be done. You know, like, this is great. I, I mean, I feel that way about actual semen. I think it's like, it's, it's a very nice indicator. Like, it's, yes. um, I, I like that. It's like, I mean, it's like, especially when it's contained well. <laughs> but it is nice. It is like to, to validate your point. It is nice to know, like, you know, this is okay. It's done. I know, like, yes. you're good. Yeah, and I think a lot of, you know, when guys, you know, in the, in, like, have you ever faked an orgasm? Sure. Or, oh, yeah. Absolutely, I mean, right? more so when I was younger, but, um, like, yeah, again, I think it goes back to that thing, especially if you're with someone who doesn't, like, know you in an intimate, like, serious way is to know like it could be easier instead of explaining that to just like pretend so i'm not advocating for it i don't think it's like something that's like oh my proudest moment but i also think like sometimes it's just like it's again depending on your comfort level with the person just a little easier than to like if you don't feel like having that whole discussion well i would avoid uh, it let me, let me ask you a question is is faking it kind of hot for you like i would think that like the act of like like even faking it i'm putting up air quotes is you mm -hmm. just getting into the moment like i would yeah. assume like and it could there's feel some good. fun in that and feel yeah. it doesn't not feel yeah that's what i was that's what yeah. i'm saying yeah it's like that i think that adds to like the excitement and the hotness of the situation and to me it could like it can be like just like a more fun way to end a situation than it would be to Again, get into the conversation about well, well, like, um, you know, that was great. It just feels really good, but just want you to know, like, I don't like instead of having to read the whole like disclaimer, mm. um, it can feel better. And I so, think there's some people who would say that it's like anti-feminist, or there's some people who would say that like you're not satisfying your own needs. But sometimes your need is just to have like an intimate moment with your partner and totally. like not get into the psychology of what's going on or just or have it have to like explain something and that can feel better sometimes i think the worst thing anyone can do is to get into come scorekeeping like <laughs> like because you're just not gonna beat a lot of dudes like you know guys could pop one off in the bathroom before they come out to go you know to have sex with you like it's just like you know, so like if you get in the game of like, well, you came and now I didn't. Now I'm taking it. Per I think when you take it personally, like when someone is trying like that's that's when you get into the in your head thing. Like, I, I think that can be right. A kind of I think it takes path. the fun out of it. Totally. And and you have if you're with someone in bed that you don't think wants to get you off, then maybe you should get out of bed with them. Like right. if that's, that's in your head, a whole like, different story. Yeah. Sure. But I mean, even in a respectful way, if like you're with someone where consent is being had, but you're like, this person isn't even trying with me and I'm trying with them like, yeah, hey, this was nice, but I'm going to pull back. I think this is not the right hookup for me. Right. And I know that's easier said than done. But like, don't get it. I, I think the the dangerous path is to go, well, fuck this guy. You know, like I, I'm angry totally. to get angry at them or, you know, whatever. 
And I'm sure this exists for guys too, but I also think for a lot of women, there's a definitely like a scale in which like sexual satisfaction is of the utmost importance to them. So I think there's some people who are like, I need to get off every time. I know exactly what to do and I feel very mm. empowered that way. And I think that's amazing. Like more people should have that knowledge. But I also know a lot of women who are kind of like, this is just like not something that I'm like that excited or 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 into or like is a huge priority for me like getting off is like great but it's also not a huge priority for me and that's not something that i like get most of my sexual satisfaction out of maybe they get more satisfaction out of like the intimacy of it or like the holding of it or the um the other parts of it and i don't think that that's like wrong in and of Mm. itself i think like some could say oh well they just don't like they haven't explored themselves sexually enough to know but i also think we can leave room for people having just different levels of like sex drive the importance of 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 sex to them and i also think that's okay totally absolutely okay and i and like i i think like this conversation it always gets bogged down by like you should you should you should no it's whatever your feeling is like that's i think like from the guy point of view, the, the the problem becomes like, well, the guy, you know, is mostly comic. Right. <laughs> if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. 
Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. I think we should do the email because there's a, there's a question I do yeah. want to ask. Like, let's um, get into it. All right, let's do it. I will read it. Hi, J&J. Love the podcast and all the laughs you guys have provided during these difficult times. I come to you with a question about faking orgasms and just the way women are supposed to go about them as a whole. Let me explain. I'm a freshman in college and I've never had an orgasm. I've accepted the fact that to get there, I'm going to probably have to masturbate to figure out what works for me. Let me just say, this is such an adult way to write this like I, I i you can see the progression of society through this woman's email like a college student being like i haven't come yet but i know it's going to take time and learning about my body i'm like i don't know if people spoke like this when i was in college Did, you know i know my friends didn't at the time but like i think it's like it's that's i think i love that about gen z i think it's like so much more open and so much more like people are so much more honest like i think female masturbation when i was in high school or in college was this very like hush hush thing where it's like mm. you might tell someone like very secretly but you'd be like a little ashamed of it um and i think like this is so much more empowering and so amazing and it also like from a guy like hearing it as a guy you're like man th like this is actually a pleasure to hear she's like no guy. it's not that she's writing and no guy could make it happen she's like no i gotta like figure this out like and that comes with like education is being is better like we have to give our society right. credit sometimes everyone you know harps on how horrible the world is but like this feels like a win like she's like i gotta get to know myself like i gotta find the right you know the right person i, I agree you know like i, I it's just a, I, I when i hear this as a guy it's like oh okay we're all learning and this is nice totally we're going in the right direction hopefully um <laughs> But I'm not super comfortable with myself and I just haven't been able to get there yet. I just started hooking up with a new guy and the last time we had sex was the first time we weren't very drunk. He clearly expected me to orgasm saying things like, are you going to come? And I would start breathing heavier. This sounds so weird written down, but hopefully you get the gist of it. <laughs> this might sound kind of sad, but no guy I've been with before ever expected me to come. So I never had to worry about faking it. To be honest, I'm not really concerned about a guy making me finish because I'm such a on such a high dose of antidepressants and they kind of decrease that ability and drive. Just Ashkenazi Northeast Jewish uh, Jew things. <laughs> Get it. Um, I don't want to make the guy feel as if we have to keep going because I haven't finished yet, but I honestly just don't know the formalities about orgasms or what I'm supposed to do. Like, I don't want to have to fake it every time we have sex from now on, but I also don't know how to be like listen buddy it's just not happening any advice or commentary you have is welcome best fail the actor <laughs> love this Great email um I, I let me start with saying she writes one thing uh but i honestly don't know the formality or what i'm supposed to do you can do whatever you'd like let's start with that mm -hmm. like whatever makes you feel comfortable this is i i we've said it so many times there's no shoulds there's no too much too little too whatever you gotta feel comfortable and i you know i can't tell you how to feel so but i will say um this guy asking are you going to come 
some people could take it one way. When I hear that and when I've asked, like, have you come, I feel kind of ridiculous when, like, thinking back, like, how embarrassing that was. But I, anytime I've asked, it's because I've cared for them to come. So right. you, and that's the only, listen, you could say, are you going to come as him hurrying you up? I don't really think that's what he's doing. I think he's asking because he genuinely wants to please you. Yeah, I would assume like so. Yeah, like, that's I think, what I would assume as well. So so like but anytime I've asked someone like I've been doing a bit about this on stage, but like as, like how ridiculous I feel asking a woman if she came and then like feeling what a vibrator feels like. You're like, what was I? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's what? kind of uh, like, of course you didn't. You idiot, Jared. You know, like. It, that's like the other thing also it's like i feel like the man's orgasm is so much simpler like it's kind of mm-hmm. like a little more mechanical i think like if you do it the most if you, mechanical if you do the right movement with your wrist it'll like if you were doing like you would come listen um, i could get a, an engineer could build a humanoid arm and attach it to the side of my bed <laughs> and i could go hands-free and it would it would be the same for me as it would be for like a thousand other dudes just like the same up and down motion and yeah like, that's yeah. what i mean that's what i'm saying so it's kind of like that's another reason where it can be like to explain like how and and if you know how to get yourself off, it's just like so much easier for women than having to explain that complicated technique to someone. I can see again, I think that's adds to the reason why sometimes it's easier to fake mm. it or to just say like, this is fun, but like, I know how to do it better than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think here's the, I like, I understand the feedback of like, why should we have to dance around a guy's ego? Well, everyone's dancing around each other's, Uh, different emotional things like a guy's dancing around you to make you comfortable so like what can a woman do what can she she asked what can like what can I do Mm -hmm. I I mean my advice is like let him know that you've never come before like like hey like that's actually never happened for me I I know it will at some point like the way she wrote it to us like I would like if I was the guy in that scenario like I'd be like oh okay good to know like because we just know so little like Mm -hmm. we like I just got sent um they don't sponsor here, but I got sent a, um, a like a ball, sh- a, 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 a pube shaving kit. And I, <laughs> okay. And Manscaped or something. I got sent Manscaped. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. sponsoring um, my podcast. They've done our show podcasts. before, I think. Have they? Okay. So I like, yeah. I, what I loved about Manscaped and something I was going to talk about in the ads that I do for them on my show is to say it comes with directions for how to shave your testicles. And it's like, that's how little guys know. We don't even know how to shave our own. I looked at it. I was like, wow, this is good to know. Like women shave their own, you know, uh, vaginas and you guys know how to do it. Like they don't come like your razors don't come with a tutorial, do they? Um, no, they don't. I mean, I do laser. So but for those who back in yeah, back in the day, for sure. um, Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's sort of. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting, I'm 36 years old and I'm reading this tutorial on how to shave my own balls and I'm going, (laughs) good to know. So like, just know that's like how little men know in this area. So like, just in the, of their own bodies. So like, how would they even know yours? So I think saying to him like, hey, like, uh, this never happened to me, but like, you know, I'm going to let you know what I like and what I don't like and. I think yeah. that helps it, right? I agree. And I think to come back to when we had Dr. Emily Morse on the podcast, maybe to do that in like a non 
a non-sexual setting or out. I remember that. I remember she suggested doing that, like not in the bedroom, sort of take the pressure off of it. You can mm. like open that discussion and then you can both like think about it a little bit and maybe come up with some other ideas at a later point. Or do you think she should say it in the moment? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's hard for me to say like if I think like I always think of sex as like I think it's like, you know, it's good to like be someone else's sonar. So it's like, like, like the, the, you know, the more into it you get, the more I'm encouraged to keep doing the thing that I'm doing. Um, you know, a little up, a little down, like if you speak in positivity, like it's always a nice thing. And then if he, and I think if he comes to you and says, did you come? You can say, well, I I have to let you know, like I have, I've really never gotten there yet. Um, and you know, not that I don't like what you're doing, but I, you know, I, I really, you know, I, I think like in that conversation, you can kind of say like, well, I'd like, yeah, I like when you do this, uh, maybe you can, you know, ease up on this, you know, like, I don't, you know, like right. I think like a compliment sandwich, so to speak, like, yeah, hey, I love this, this, maybe not so much this, but I really love this. I don't know. Right. I think that's a good idea. I think you could maybe bring up the, the topic of, of your orgasm experience, maybe like in a non-sexual setting, if you're just sure. hanging out, but then like, if you're like, kind of like le- i'd love to like try some stuff out with you like then obviously that would be like in the bedroom but i can see how like if you kind of set it in the moment it might kind of make someone feel like a little insecure or a little bit like i don't know like they like wouldn't have the time to like think about like how they want to approach it or what they can do differently listen listen i i i'll say this just as a person who gets like notes all the time like i get notes on jokes all the time and in the moment you go oh you didn't think that was great yeah i like this joke you do that other one i don't know if that's really i i don't know if i get it and it it stings but then you're like no but this is getting me better you know like the notes in the moment yeah i would i mean i get the notes in the moment when i go on stage and i do a joke and it doesn't work i go okay that fucking hurt but at least i know Okay. You know, like yeah. I, I mean, I guess it depends on the their uh their the way they they like to receive feedback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and listen, this is all like a learning process for everybody. I I think the one thing that I've you know that you get in contact with when you're like physical with someone is like sometimes you'll get the like <laughs> the woman that kind of does the oh oh. <laughs> like it's like it's not happening and they're like annoyed that it's not happening right yeah and you get I, that like bodily shake like they're kind of throwing a temper tantrum like that's a little disheartening and you're like i don't know if that's a really great way to communicate it to me you know yeah no i mean i totally agree it would be kind of like a guy that you were trying to like explain that, like something he said hurt you and he's like oh again <laughs> like <laughs> You're so sensitive. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can I totally I think, understand. I think, I think that attitude in any aspect of a relationship is very like when someone is one person's trying is always yeah. disheartening. <laughs> I, I, and I think like you know, the other thing is like how la- how long do you go? Like when does it stop? You know, there is a little bit of a plateau of like a sexual experience when you just go, hey, it's not going to happen tonight. Like I. At that point, I'm like, I'm okay with that. But like, I think the one thing that's a very important and especially when a guy doesn't come is like believing them like you had like like just believing that they had a good time because that's the only way 
to really go on in this. Like, I understand that, like, maybe you guys break up in the future. I don't think people end because of one bad sexual encounter where they didn't come. Like, I, I think it ends because you're like, oh, I'm not really the match. Maybe, you know, but, like, I just think, like, if someone says to you, like, hey, this has been fun, and I, you know, if you keep pressing on him, because we get a lot of emails from women who are like, he, he's not coming, and he said it wasn't about me. You have to believe him. Like, there's no other way to kind of yeah. live on. No, totally. And, I mean, sexual compatibility is its own thing. So it's, like, tough to give universal advice <laughs> that, like, a one-size-fits-all way to solve any particular issue. But I think this is a good start. Listen, go to acting classes, uh, take some singing <laughs> lessons, um, start to practice heavy you, breathing. <laughs> yeah, heavy breathing before you go in the bedroom. Go me, 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 me. I'm saying no one, no one is also on that note. Like no one is that good of an actor where if it weren't at least like feeling good and they were into it in the moment, like I could never like randomly, I couldn't perform right now. Like it wouldn't be, you, sure. if you're, if you're like in that mode where you are kind of like, faking it no one's like sitting there like totally bored that i've what? ever heard of it's like they're into it they're just like whatever you, know what you I mean? do to well that that's a good point whatever you're doing to fake it no guy is like is this the performance she's putting on like we believe it. <laughs> it our egos are so massive that if you're faking it we're gonna believe it and, and all women kind of come differently like guys are somewhat similar i think right we're like uh, like so. it's like a, a hard noise also just, there's there's like physical evidence so we wouldn't be even sure. like looking into it as much uh well for a woman like sometimes you have like the oh, oh you know like the the screaming but yeah. then sometimes it's like a shiver like a you know like a like a body bodily thing and it's like right. so like just know whatever you do he's believing you so like right. that should kind of like ease your concern yeah for guys know that if you're at the level where you're faking it in that way even if it is fake, she could still be having a really good time. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees i wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune luckily i found quince now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream 
Dream Store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Hey there, J&J. You guys are awesome. Keep it up. I listen to you every week and thought I would share this weird sexual encounter I had. I went on a first date with a guy. We went to brunch, and I probably drank too many mimosas since I was nervous getting back into the dating scene after a breakup with my ex a few months earlier. Anyway, the date was good. We wanted to see each other again. He suggested that I come over and he could cook dinner for me. I thought that was cute and agreed, but I think we also both knew it would be a way to hook up as well, which I wasn't opposed to because I says, as I said earlier, it had been a few months since I had seen anyone. So I go over, we have some wine, and within the first 10 minutes, we start making out. In my head, I was like, oh, that was kind of quick, but dismissed it and let it happen. This eventually led to sex, and in the middle of us hooking up, he reaches up, picks a booger out of my nose, and eats it. <laughs> this, is, this sounds like almost made up. I'm I like, mean, if it's really. Made up, <laughs> I'm kind of like, are there people out up? there like this? I. I read people, this and I was like, is this, I read this and I was laughing out loud in the street. It I was laughing, but I was like, is so this much. possible? It, here's the only way it's possible is that like I do believe this with like sex where like if someone is like looking to be kinkier they have to push the kinky <laughs> button at some point and if like I don't know if he's into eating someone else's boogers but he's definitely into getting quote unquote dirty in some way so okay. I, maybe he saw the booker and he was like this is an opportunity to show who I am I, I don't know okay I mean, fair. I, mean, I, guess. I read this when I heard b- picks a booger out of my nose and eats it. Like I was like LOLing on the street to I the point absurd. where I was like, yeah, she writes, I was shook. And eats it <laughs> in full caps, eats it. I was shook, appalled, disgusted. I pulled back and asked, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> he literally had no reaction. See, the no reaction part is where I think he's a kinky dude mm-hmm. who's just like, um, I guess it wasn't not, like he thought it, it was funny. No, this wasn't a joke to him. Yeah, this is, he was like, "What?" Acting like it was totally normal to do what he just did. We stopped hooking up, and I left pretty soon after that because I was reeling from that experience. I don't even pick my own nose, so who picks someone else's nose and eats it? I'd love to know what you'd call this. Sincerely, the Boogie Monster, uh, which is a, the name that first popped into my head. I don't know about you, Jordana. Um, she writes, P.S. He didn't even cook for me, so I never got dinner. Smiley face. Needless to say, we did not see each other again. 
I mean, well, he, he ate. ate. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> that oh was my God. dinner. Yeah, that was. <laughs> You didn't make an effort too. Yeah, what if he took out a napkin and you just started like patting oh. his lips like Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. dinner is served. That's the, this is the kind of story that really makes you rethink all those fairy tales from your I mean Imagine if she was into it and he's like gold mine. He was like this that, is finally. Yeah. <laughs> Pick me a winner. Yeah, I know uh, it's um it's a wild story. We have to believe it's true just by because we have to live in this reality that this person's put us into. Yeah. What would you call it, Jordana? I would call it, um, I had Boogie Nights, but Boogie also Nights I had- is really good. You know, but I assume it was at night, it was for dinner. Yeah, I like or, that. Or um, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> That's really good too. Those are my two. What do you have? Uh, mine are so much worse. I have one that I love, but, uh, <laughs> okay. dig, Digging for Gold, The Gold Digger, Boogie Monster, which is the one that she did, uh, The Boogie Booty, The the Boogie Call. Boogie Call, booty I like call, that. The Boogie Call. And then like the last it. one is my favorite, The Mucinex Man. Hot. I love it. That's great branding for them. They should, right? uh, they should hire you to do their... Uh, I, well then he like when i read it i just imagined him as the green blob like right well you hooked just up. Imagine, like he gets turned on every time you have a cold <laughs> you know <laughs> oh shit is that the sniffles oh you're about to so get hot. it tonight oh my god <laughs> is your nose running let me get it for you oh my god hey are they green i love it when they're green they're oh gonna taste extra boogery. Ew. <laughs> um, okay, girl does does this to you, red flag or deal breaker. See, this is under the and I know this is not the answer that is uh very, you know, looks good on me, but I'm like, this chick gets down. Like there <laughs> <laughs> like there is a thing where it's like if someone is that comfortable to do something like that, I'm like, okay. We can talk about everything. Like, there's no sexual thing that is, like, going to be judged. At least if they do that, then it's like, okay, you know, you know finger in the butt during a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's like, I mean, might as well be Thanksgiving dinner conversation. Like, you know, like, I, I there is something comforting about that sexually for a guy. Like, at least you have, well, she fucking eats boogers to get off, like, you know what's wrong with me wanting my balls grabbed during a blowjob you know like right for me that's like i'd have the complete opposite reaction in the sense of like he's already doing this like what other fucked up shit is like is he um is gonna come next like this is the first time we're hooking up this is probably the most benign of all of his like I, I mean, we can only go up from booger. Yeah, he's gonna be eating my my poop the next <laughs> with a fork you know. and knife. He's just, yeah, just sitting across the table from you, completely hard with a fork and knife with your duty. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, For me, I have the opposite worry. <laughs> I well, has anything like this ever happened to you? I I can't. No, I did not yeah, even never, believe it. That's how how much this hasn't happened to me. I hope people laugh like I did because it was so shocking that I was like, I haven't, that took such a hard right turn. I had no idea what was coming. Yeah. I, I just pictured him, you know, like the, you know, that painting 
uh, where it's like the guy touching fingers. It's on the ceiling. What is it called? Um, like the like the, the pick on the Sistine Chapel. Yes, like Adam's hand touching God. Yeah, that's uh, I imagine I him touching her nostril. The creation of Adam, I think, or something. <laughs> it's him touching her nostril in that painting, Ugh. like to me. Like that's so funny. Let's do. Yeah, let, I'd be let's out. Do, let's do another email. You ready? All right. Email. Hi, Jared and Joanna. First off, love the pod. Always listen when I go on my evening walks. Oh, I love being someone's evening walk. I also saw Jared's comedy show and I've never laughed so hard. I brought one of my besties to your show and made another you a pod fan. Listen, I'm just out there taking it to the streets, promoting this podcast, getting people involved. That's very cool to hear. She's doing it right. For the background story, my boyfriend and I have been dating for about three and a half-ish years. I'm 22, and he is 23. We started dating sophomore year in college, and we are now in the real world, quote-unquote. We did have a month last summer we broke up, and the main reason is because I didn't feel like he trusted me. I would go out with just my girlfriends, and he would constantly ask things like, what guys are you with? Are you sure you're telling me the truth? And then... Uh, the last straw that made me be like, I cannot do this was when he accused me of bringing this guy home with me after a night of drinking because I wanted to sleep at my place. P.S. This guy was my best friend's hookup at the time. We got back together after he told me he would stop doing that and he wants it to work out. And I honestly have been really happy. I love him so much. We have the same life goals, have lots of chemistry, and he is my best friend. The problem is I'm a bit concerned. I'm not being realistic with us. He has never given me his phone passcode, which I find weird and a bit suspicious. My ex-boyfriend would always tell me things like, hey, can you check who's text- who texted me or let me use his phone when we travel for navigation? It's so funny when people are 23 and they're talking about like ex-boyfriends before people that's been the major three years. I'm like, that's the that's that's screaming at me. The like I that's all I can think about is like your ex from what high school you're 22 right. 23 <laughs> like what when your middle school boyfriend yeah who texted um, you oh it's uh the my next door neighbor like what yeah like yeah. we had a play date yeah so her ex boyfriend would always tell her things like hey can you check who's texting me or let me use his phone when we travel for navigation simple things like that but my current boyfriend has never let me do anything like that his text message and social media notifications are off on his phone so they never pop up on his phone and he does that thing where whenever we are sitting together he puts his phone face down if we're driving together somewhere and need navigation or want to change the music on his phone instead of telling me his code while he drives he'll take his phone and put the passcode in and do it himself it's been like this since we started dating i've asked him why he does this and he says he puts his phone face down because he gets distracted then i've asked him why he doesn't want me to to know his phone passcode slash why he treats his phone like a secret to me and he said he has trust issues from his ex-girlfriend he said she went through his phone constantly in kindergarten she would go through my phone all the time she saw all of my sesame street uh apps and yeah she stole all my beanie babies it was a mess <laughs> real trust issues uh She's, he said she went through his phone constantly, unfollowed all these girls on social media when they were dating. They both cheated on each other towards the end of the relationship. So definitely a toxic relationship. While I agree that's an invasion of privacy, see, I feel weird about it all. I told him my concerns, thinking this is shady and weird. And he reassured me how much he loves me and wouldn't do anything to ruin our relationship because he wants me and only me. 
But then my friend's boyfriend share their phone information with them because there's nothing to hide. Am I being an idiot and blinded by love? Before dating him, I always thought once a cheater, always a cheater. But here I am not listening to my own rules for over three years now. And this phone thing, I'm pretty often thinking, is he hiding something? Is this something that guys can just not want to have their girlfriend know their phone stuff, but not cheating slash lying? Or is this a huge red flag that I'm being naive with? Sincerely blinded by the phone code. It's tough because of the age of this. Like, I can't get over the hump of, like, you guys should break up because you're just holding on to a college relationship because you're afraid of going into the real world alone. You're afraid of not meeting something better. You're afraid of really growing up. And I, I uh, and the idea that you're comparing these to relationships you had when you were 18 or 17, when you're now 23, is like, you just don't have a lot to go on because you don't know your own taste yet. And you're comparing the taste of you at 18 to you at 23. It's just, I think that you need to grow up and kind of break away from this relationship. That's my like initial opinion, but to like make this about people in of any age, I think in the beginning of a relationship, it's totally normal to like not let someone in on your passcode. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like, in, in the beginning, especially if you have, like, if you're out dating and you have some other relationships that are, like, ending as you're beginning a new one that you're taking more seriously, it is totally normal to be, like, a little tense around someone seeing your DMs and, like, scrolling back through the conversation that you've had with them because the dates are all kind of, like, a, a little vague as far as when it started, when you started, when all these things right. are kind yeah. of messy. First few months, that's fine. I would say the first few months. When you get a year in with someone and they're still doing this stuff and then blaming a relationship from when they were 18 (laughs) or three years ago even and and saying that they have trust issues without going to therapy. You know what I mean? Like it seems like you're just taking the easy exit. Like, uh, Like if someone says I have trust issues, I would go, well, that was three years ago. Maybe you should speak to someone. Right. Like a professional. What are you doing to deal with it? Well, and and yeah. it's interesting to me that he says in response to that, like he's all in for her. He loves her. It's like he's very into it and it's not because of anything else. But I would say to her to tell him that that's not the point. It's yeah. not about her. It's about him and what and his actions, not about like necessarily about like, does this mean he doesn't like her or does this mean he is like going to leave her? It's more about like him doing what he's doing then you're not upset. I mean, you shouldn't be upset about it because it means he doesn't like you. You should be upset about it because it's weird behavior that shows that he has something that seems like he's trying to hide. Yeah, and it's it's not even about his feelings. It's about yours. I feel weird every time you kind of hold your phone back from me. It's not even the passcode. Like, to me, it's right. more like you can't put music on the car. Like, I can't put the music on. I can't grab you your phone. It's it, it's like I'm sitting here with a diary that you're writing about me that I can't ever look into. Like, right. I I think if she puts it in, I think you're right, but I think putting it in, like, I feel hurt when these things happen. It's not about you liking me. Like, I feel less into you. Right. And I totally agree with what you were saying before about um, it being that age where it's like you do a lot of probably, like, toxic kind of things or you like the, even like the controlling thing where he's he's also very concerned with what she's doing and who she's mm-hmm. seeing and is always thinks she's cheating on him like those are things that like you could just keep sweeping under the rug and then they just you just become like a 30 year old who does that mm. but like the real way to grow is for again i agree with with you in that sense to be like you need to go like figure out these issues and then like 
maybe we can talk when you do, but like, you're not going to figure, we're not going to figure it out by just catering to this like weird way that you go about doing things or this unhealthy way that you kind of like shield, shield me from your life because of whatever this ex childhood past relationship situation is. (laughs) Well, to that point, like the reason that they're like so afraid of the cheating is because they're afraid of being alone. They're afraid of losing their crutch they're afraid of losing the consistency because you're 23 and nothing's consistent at 23. Your job that you're not sure you want, the 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 degree you're not sure what made sense. You know, so this one person, at least this person likes me. So there's this huge fear that once you find out they're cheated, now you lose that person, now you lose any stability that's in your life. I understand that. That's totally normal. But I, I agree. I just think this is uh, uh, this is stunted growth. I'm with you on that. Right. Like it's and not. It, and it can feel like the best way to like avoid like discomfort or pain is just keep doing what you're doing and just be like, all right, whatever. I'll get over the fact that he just hides this. But it's actually like you're at that age where you can like fix those problems that you have that like stem from these insecurities or stem from these things and actually get to be a better person. Or you can, again, just kind of like take the more comfortable root out and keep doing what you're doing and never actually like become a better partner be better in a relationship fix yourself and i think i think you're right and i think a big part of that is that she's fixated on is he cheating that doesn't even matter you right. know like i i know and that, that's his response to her is like i'm not cheating yeah so it's like she's <laughs> like i'm worried you're cheating and he's like well i'm not cheating i'm all about you and like that's not i agree that's not the real issue that's not the issue and i know we get fixated on cheating because that's like the thing that you can point to that's why it didn't work out he was wrong i was here for it he fucked me over instead the harder part the harder breakups the harder relationship like view is to go i don't feel really attracted to how he makes me feel like right when he when I you know he doesn't look at me look at his phone I feel like I'm disconnected from him I feel like uh, you know there's just really not like um, love there's not a lot of trust in this yeah, relationship I, I feel untrust yeah 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 it's all that stuff so it's like when she says before dating them I thought always a cheater is a cheater it's like yeah you, you're leaning on you know you know you know um, taglines. To, to like make your relationship, you know, uh, make it, you know, uh, uh, should I go or not easier? But it's like, it's really that like, you're not being met emotionally. Like that's not, right. that's it. Now, even like forget the past stuff, because I think <laughs> the past can be the past and people can change. But what you're saying is like what he's doing now is the issue. Yeah. Not what happened in the past. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So time to end it. <laughs> I don't long, story yeah. long story short long story short well I, I do you i mean you know mike's passcode right oh yeah absolutely he, yeah i know his he knows mine he always forgets yeah. it I, I never forget his <laughs> well i i think like also like you know the passcode too like even when you're seeing someone new if you're being casual with them like that gives you every answer like if someone was to look at my pat you know look at my phone and see someone else's text i'd be like yeah this is I I have nothing to lie about in this scenario. Right. Yeah. So. And I think that, yeah, I think after a certain point, you kind of lose that right to like the weird, the transitional relationship text and totally. you have to kind of like own that that's weird. Absolutely. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? 
Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. I loved the game last week, um, but this one, we're back to some red flag deal breaker. We are. Last week we did a what What would J&J say? We're looking out for your um, emails or DMs to see if you, you like that segment. We'll keep doing it. Or if you didn't, let us know also. Um, let's let's do some red flag or deal breakers. And if you want to like play on your own at home, Betches is selling some red flag deal breaker card games. I mean, everyone yeah. should go to Betches.co slash merch and check it out, right? Check it out. This game is so fun. It's going to be so much fun to play this summer. It's a great way. It's a great game for groups, couples, single people, anyone you're around. It's a great way. <laughs> I, I used to make these up on my first dates. This probably explains why I took so long to find a relationship. But I used to play this with everyone I went on a date with, just like making them up off the top of my head. <laughs> so I think, it's, I think it's a great way to get to know people. Absolutely. All right, let's do it. All right. J&J, love the pod. I recently ended a three-monther, and I'm curious on your thoughts. I met this guy. Let's call him Josh on Bumble. I'm 26, and he's 27. We quickly started seeing each other two to three times a week with him staying the night at my place. One morning, Josh and I were taking my dog for a stroll. I noticed a police car nearby, but I didn't think much of it. I proceeded to lead us across the street towards my apartment's dog park. Later that morning, Josh says, I noticed you, you made a beeline across the street this morning when you saw that cop. At first, I was surprised, immediately assuming he thought I was scared of police officers. Background detail, his dad is a cop. I assured him that I noticed the cop but didn't think much of it and actually like seeing that particular one on my block since I live alone and feel safer knowing that the police are nearby. He then says, so are you dating him? You didn't want him to, to see us together, did you? I actually laughed a bit, thinking he was joking, but quickly realized he was very serious and somewhat defensive. I told Josh I was not, in fact, dating this specific police officer and I and <laughs> wouldn't have enough time to, even if I wanted to. I was feeling quite turned off, especially when he didn't seem to believe me. What do you guys think about this? For me, it started as a red flag, but ended up being a deal breaker when multiple small incidents like this happened. For example, a song I love comes on Spotify in my car and he assumed a guy sent it to me. I've learned that insecurity is a deal breaker for me. Would love to hear your opinions. I'm calling this one the police leave me alone. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> like the laughs. That. Yeah, this is a deal breaker for me. I can't. This is uh, the worst type of person to date is the confidence is attractive. Like, that's just the reality. Like, and everyone does confidence differently. That's the thing that people forget is like, you know, some people are confident. You can be confident in different ways, but this type of 
lack of confidence is like the least attractive. And like you always have to be explaining everything. Like, yeah. uh, you know, like uh, the, the music on Spotify. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, at, at what is, point? I agree. This is exactly like the email we had before this. It's like, this is the, this person issue that they mm-hmm. need to resolve before being able to date people because like that's a them issue. Yeah. I, I mean, to see, like, every time you cross the street, you have to be aware if, like, there's a dude or a woman there. Like, was that an ex? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I would just start I would just start going along and be like, yeah, I fuck everybody. This is what I do. Yeah. I, 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 I know her. I know her. The Starbucks These are woman, all my exes. All my exes. Everyone I've dated. Um, and they were all, uh, you know, more fun than you. That's what I, <laughs> I would say. Like, right. Very weird. Yeah. Um, I, I, deal breaker. I, deal breaker. There's no question. All right. Recently okay. started talking to and going on dates with a hinge match. We went to the same college eight plus years ago, but never knew each other, but have mutual friends and acquaintances. So I've heard from a friend that he cheated on his girlfriend at the time in college. Eight years ago? Okay. Is this a red flag or deal breaker? It's insignificant because it was so long ago and also college. It's just stuck in my mind uh, since she told me that info, but everything else has been going uh, green flag so far. Love the podcast. Thanks, J&J. What do you think? I'd call it a red flag. I would, I would keep it in the back of my mind, but I wouldn't think it, I don't think it's like a big deal. People change a lot in eight years. Um, I think it's something if that combined with a lot of other suspicious red flags might be a deal breaker. But if that's the only thing I would, I think it's okay. Yeah, this is not nothing. I, I you think it's nothing. I think it's absolutely not. I, I, again, specifics and context matter. If it's, like it's it's also like people just never forget shit about other people. It's just so funny to me that eight years later, you know, this one friend I is remember like, that. oh, you would. Re- of course you would remember. Would, yeah. It's like the juice. But then you, I would want to know, like, do you remember it because you were friends with the person or was this like a big public? Oh, you know, they cheated and it was like the talk of, you know, the fraternity sorority scene, whatever scene you're in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if it's just that they like, oh, yeah, I think they cheated on a friend of mine once. OK, that happens and it sucks, but I don't really buy into like uh, the idea that like it, it's a different story of like, oh, that guy cheated on their wife um, a month ago. Like I like, you know, like I feel right, like I, you I know, agree time a- context happens. But I do think even if something happened a while ago, it could be like on your radar. Generally, it's like your past sure. don't matter for nothing. That's why I said it's just a red flag. But if someone was like, oh, yeah, like I remember that guy. He like w- he like beat up this other guy like eight years ago. You'd be like. Okay, that's not like great, mm. but like people Fair. change. But also, yeah. like it's not un- it's not information that means nothing. No, that's fair. I, I, you know, it doesn't mean nothing. But I, I just have trouble like the idea that like that guy. Like I, I guess I would have to know how big the cheating story. If it, if it, it like because there are those cheating stories that like become the story about. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Oh, they that guy used to sneak from one room of the sorority house to the other room. And you'd be like, okay, that's a bad thing to know about. That's what I'm saying. I think it's like (laughs) Like, I don't think it's like useless information. I think it's just like not something to freak out about. But I do think like anything else that you hear that kind of is like, oh, I don't love that. But like, yeah, I guess it's like who uh, you are today. (laughs) I I, I guess it's like the on the resume. It's the um, can do Excel of, of resume items. 
you're like, oh, okay, I probably won't have to deal with this, but good to know, I guess. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do another. Okay. Hey, all. Recently, I've been talking to this woman that's mutual friends of ours. Mutual friends of ours tried setting me up with, and things were going pretty well. Since we live in different areas, we eventually made plans to meet up, and I drove down to her for our first date. It was one of those dates where the conversation just flows and you start admitting all the weird shit that everyone does, but you try to hide because it's a first date. So it's one of those dates where the conversation flows. You start admitting all the weird shit that everyone does, but you try to hide some stuff because it's the first interesting sentence. Okay. She then tells I think me he's the saying, story. He's saying that they confide in each other and some weird memories that they normally wouldn't have. Okay. He, it is written weirdly. Yeah. Right. She then tells me the story about how there was an emergency and she had to drive back to our hometown. Time was of the essence. So when she had to pee, she told me she put she put the car in cruise control, pulled her pants down and peed in the only thing she had in the car, her Yeti cup. Now, I have no issue with this at all because I'm a guy and literally pee everywhere I've ever wanted. And Frank, quite frankly, I was pretty impressed she was able to pull that off. Still am, if I'm being honest. It is very impressive. For Especially, uh, yeah. For her to pee in a Yeti cup. I, I Is that possible, Jordan? I wouldn't trust myself, but it's possible. You can like, especially like, you know, if you're would making you, sure nothing's splashing anywhere else. Would you press the cup to your body? Like to make sure? I, I, would, I, I feel like you would angle it in a way where like it could, the pee couldn't escape. And you would know it would. I know girls who've like peed in water bottles on road trips. Water bottles? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen just by like, you know, living a life, a woman pee. And it's like, it's like when they put out a fire from the plane, it's just kind of like sprays at it. I can't believe that it can be contained like that. Yeah. We have more control. If you really want to, you can figure it out a little bit. I mean, we have to, we go to the doctor, we have to pee in cups. Okay. (laughs) I guess I never thought of it that way. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. The date, the date was going well. And I went back to her place where we hung out in the kitchen. I saw a Yeti cup in her sink and she casually mentioned it was the same cup. (laughs) <laughs> she explained to me she washed it multiple times and didn't use it for a month. While I want to see uh, the, the apple juice bandit again, I was wondering if it, if just not replacing the cup is a red flag or a chill breaker. Thanks. <laughs> Urinating Yeti. Now, when I first read this email, I was thinking, that's crazy. She didn't throw away the cup. Now, thinking about it, the Yeti cup, I mean... It's a, it's a washable cup. I don't understand what the issue would be. Like, it's not... If it was a plastic bottle that she kept as a memento of the experience, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a little much. But the Yeti cup is... It's a metallic just, material that I trust can be washed. It's not like it's a, you right. know, a, a, a shirt. I think technically um, it's probably, like, fine hygiene wise Mm. i would it was almost one of those things where it's like i'd rather just like not know (laughs) yeah that is like it is it is (laughs) oh and there's the cup and it's up on the bureau on a like a a trophy stand like do you know what i mean it's kind of like if someone had if you went to an apartment and the guy hadn't washed his sheets in like four months you'd be like It'd be like, okay, not the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Like, I can understand how that might happen. But also, like, I, if you told me about it, I'd be like, Ugh. I I don't need to know. <laughs> right? Yeah, this, we don't have to spell. Like, if you joked on the date, I guess the, 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 the equivalent would be on the date, you were like, the guy says, I haven't washed my sheets in four months. And you both laugh at it. 
and then you come back right. to his place and he goes these are the sheets and you're like okay it's right. become too real for me yeah yeah i think it's okay to be like a little turned off by that i think it would sure. just be a red flag but i would be like uh, it's like it, I'm a little it, it definitely takes away from like the sexiness of <laughs> the vibe you know what it has me thinking now I would be more turned off to find out that they were kind of a cheap person I was thinking that too like just get another one like, yeah you know what I mean like they're they can't spend another $20 to get a new Yeti cup and like, to tell me about it to take pride in it is almost to take pride in that I still got the cup and I'm like I don't find that attractive. Some people might find that attractive. I understand that as well. Like some people might actually be like, oh, I like that they're economical. Like they save things. They like that they save things. Like to me, I'm like, okay, we can get a new fucking cup. Yeah, here. it would you know, all like- be a turnoff. I think it'd be like <laughs> if they were still drinking out of like the free movie theater cup that they got, you know, like if they brought home all the movie theater cups instead of getting their own cups, and they were like, look, like I don't even need to buy new ones. It would, also, yeah. it would be like a similar situation. Like that's not as hot as you think it is. No. And it might be hot to someone that is actually someone may be like, you know what I love? They don't even need cups. They got all the old McDonald's cups from the 90s. Good for them. All the old Batman cups they used to give out. Yeah, I think it'd be a red flag. But like if there was one more, it would definitely put me on the fence about them. Yeah, I, I would I, I would be thinking about it in the way this guy is thinking about it. Like uh I to be T B D on this person. I would it would have Agreed. to be one of those situations. Well, we solve dating again, Jordana. How how do we do it every week? It's crazy. I don't know. It's I'm very impressed with us. Just <laughs> wowed every week. Listen, people, we didn't do it at the beginning, but we're gonna do it at the end. If you're here right now, make it your Instagram story. Make it your Instagram story. Tell a friend. Tell anyone you know this podcast is about to i mean i feel like it's heating up right now but this summer is gonna be so many different scenarios that we're gonna be getting into coming out of the world that we've just been in the last year i think it's about to get a little bit wild right exactly jay so. jay and jay's opinions are getting spread just as <laughs> as intensely as the vaccine that's so right i <laughs> uh, will be back sunday bye you Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.